It was a typically beautiful afternoon in early June when the call came in. Afterward, Louise liked to refer to it as the fateful call. Her daughter Isabel chose to refer to it as the call that changed everything. Either phrase was appropriate, because with absolutely no warning or preparation, Louise Basir, owner of the Blueberry Bay Inn in Ogunquit, Maine, found herself deep in a mostly one-sided discussion with a wedding planner to the stars. Yes, yes, she said. I see. She did not see. Not at all. She could hardly believe what she was hearing from this person calling herself Flora Michaels. How many guests did you say? That many? Louise leaned against the kitchen sink and put her hand to her head, where she suspected there would be a big pain very soon. At 42, Louise still had the slim, lithe figure she had at 22. Mostly that was due to genetics, and next, to nervous energy. She was 5 feet 8 inches tall, with thick blonde hair, darker now than it had been when she was younger. Usually, she wore it hanging straight to her shoulders or up in a messy bun. Today, she had gone for the bun. At the moment, she was dressed in one version of what had become her summer uniform— a pair of white jeans, a fitted t-shirt, and comfortable wedge sandals. Another version might have substituted capri pants for the jeans and flat sandals for the wedges. These days, Louise didn't have much time to spend on worrying about her wardrobe. The inn's kitchen was located at the back of the house. And during the busy season, it served as home base for the Bessier women. The walls were painted a cheery yellow. The floors originally pine, had been replaced with good ceramic tiles some years back. Windows all along the back wall, against which stood the sink and a long working counter, let in plenty of natural light. The backsplash tile was a springy green that worked nicely with the yellow of the walls. A big round clock, black-rimmed, white-faced, black-numbered, hung over the kitchen door which opened out onto a small, semi-enclosed space for storage of gardening equipment, and then onto the backyard. Though the room was off-limits to guests, it was still a bit of a showcase, and of course, spotlessly clean. The appliances were restaurant-grade, as the inn served breakfast from 7 until 9 o'clock, and in mid-afternoon provided tea, coffee, and homemade pastries in the parlor. The meals were thanks to Bella Frank, a 65-year-old local woman who had trained in her youth as a chef. After a lifetime of supporting her children by doing the books for her husband's hardware store and taking odd jobs when they presented themselves, she welcomed the opportunity to practice her passion. Louise felt beyond lucky to have Bella as an employee. Before buying the inn, she had had absolutely no experience in any area of the hospitality industry. She had never even waited tables, let alone cooked for potentially fussy strangers. The table in the center of the pleasant room was an old scrubbed pine piece. It was the first bit of furniture Louise had bought for the inn. It was here that Louise and her 15-year-old daughter Isabel ate their meals together. It was where Isabel was sitting at that very moment, watching her mother intently. Louise felt a bit like a slow-moving bird being eyed by a hungry cat, Occasionally, Isabel mouthed a questioning word that Louise thought might be what or maybe who, and her right hand was making a spasmodic gesture Louise interpreted as hurry. Isabel wasn't known for her patience. 
She was the kid who had to give you the birthday present she had bought you as soon as she got it home, even if your birthday was weeks away, just because she couldn't wait to see your pleased reaction. She was also the kid who routinely burned her mouth on cookies fresh out of the oven because she simply couldn't wait until they had cooled off. Isabel, on the cusp of 16, was tiny, about five feet two inches tall, and her complexion was much darker than her mother's, closer to that of her father's side of the family. Her hair, too, was darker than Louise's, more of a golden brown than blonde. Her eyes were a very deep blue, in contrast to her mother's light blue eyes. But like the Jones side of the family, she was very slim.